Welcome to the Creative Purpose Podcast. I am Sofia, an entrepreneur and writer. In this podcast, I share with you the behind the scenes of my life as a small business owner, my struggles and tips on how to make things easier and better while I work in a creative field. I'll be giving you my hacks on time management, being a creative entrepreneur, and balancing life with work. If your purpose is creating and you want some inspiration to build a creative business, this is your place, girl. So, let's begin. Hi, girls. I hope you're having an amazing, amazing day today. Welcome to this new episode of the podcast. Um, today, I want to continue with last episode, which was all about starting a small business. And I gave you a lot of tips uh, when you start a business. But now I want to talk about deciding the business model that you will have, especially if you are an online creator, if you want to create a, a business in the online world. So uh, before starting, I have a small disclaimer for you. So uh, I was, I had everything prepared to record. I was so happy because my neighbors weren't making any noise uh, and there weren't dogs barking. But immediately when I was about to start recording, um, my neighbor's dog started barking, barking, barking because my neighbor went uh, to another part. So she left her home. Um, and the dog is like crying and barking and is so sad. She's always doing that when my neighbor goes out. So that frustrated me and I decided to stop recording. But then I said, okay, I have to continue. Uh, this is a real show. This is nothing uh, prepared beforehand. I'm not recording in a studio. I'm recording in my home. And my other neighbor started doing um, some reparations in the car. So I hope that doesn't disturb the, the recording right now. But there's something good in this episode and something new. That is this microphone. My microphone arrived before that expected. But I couldn't record because I had many things to do at that moment. And in this last month or this past weeks, I have been doing many things, um, have been facing different obstacles in the business world, in the online world. And I've also trying to improve my health in different ways. And you know what? I wasn't planning on sharing this with you, but I really like sharing things with you. So I will just tell you. Um, one of the things I started doing is practicing yoga. So I've been practicing yoga in the past month. Like it really, I started this year, but I've been, I've been being more focused with yoga, more consistent with my practice in this past month. So I try every day or almost every day. I really try to practice yoga in the morning before breakfast because that's something I used to do when I was in my last year of university. I used to practice yoga and it was so cool because I lose, I lost some weight. But not only that, many things in my body improved. Um, I could stretch more, like it really helped me. 
I felt like fitter, like maybe I wasn't thin, I wasn't really, I didn't have a lot of muscle, um, but my strength improved, increased, I felt stronger, I felt uh, more, I don't know, like flexible, and I really liked that, that feeling of having the control of your body, of having the control of your health, um, then I stopped practicing yoga when I stopped when I finished university I stopped practicing yoga I started doing other kind of exercises with with weights um, lifting my I don't know how to call them but you fill them with water so they can be used as um, weights and what else I started doing pop lattes I don't know if you know um, her, she's Blogilates and she teaches Pilates in her um, YouTube channel, also in her Instagram account, I think she also has TikTok, so I started doing her exercises a lot because they were quick, they were not easy to do but easy to understand how to do them and I got better and better, I lost weight also, so it was really good. But I stopped practicing yoga for a lot of, for a long time. And this year I wanted to come back to it because I just needed to do it. And I not only started doing yoga again, like practicing yoga again, I also started doing my meditations, like the ones I used to do back in 2017 or so. So there is a YouTuber I follow who is a Russian woman who lives in Chile. And I love her, she's Elena Malova. She also has a Russian YouTube channel, but I don't know if she keeps posting on it. The thing is, I follow her. I follow her uh, nutrition tips, food tips, exercise tips, but I love her yoga routines. So at the same time, I started doing her meditations. Uh, so every, not every day, but this is something I try to do at least four or five times in the week. I do one of her yoga routines, maybe a short one. I prefer the short ones, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And then I do one of her meditations. So it's a really, really good time for me where I can relax, where I can stretch, where I can exercise a little bit. And at the same time, I don't end up all sweaty and tired and, um, I don't know, like really bad. So this is one of the things I've been doing. So of course, this takes a couple of minutes of my time like maybe half an hour because I have to prepare myself for the yoga practice and all so that takes a little bit of my time but apart from it I also started taking supplements so this is something I learned from another girl follow she's Chilean but she lives in South Korea and she um, shared about um, the supplements that she was taking so she started taking collagen, vitamin Z, vitamin D, I think, and omega-3. Um, so I wanted to do the same because I saw her results and I really want my skin to get better because it's really bad at the moment. I have a very sensitive skin, so I have a lot of acne. Not, not a lot in this moment, but I used to have a lot of acne. Right now, I don't have that much, but I still have the scars of my previous acne. 
So I started taking collagen and yeah, my, my skin improved. And I also started taking vitamin C and omega-3. But I don't like, because they are gummies, I don't like the flavor of those gummies. But I mean, I try to take them every time I, I remember or every time I, I want to do it, like the omega-3 ones. But the collagen ones and the vitamin C, I do it every single day. Especially the collagen, collagen gummies. Because um, I like them, I like the flavor, and I like the skin that I have now. Even though I really want to get better and better. So those practices, like health practices that I've been doing, of course, have taken a little bit of my time and my money. But I'm doing that because I really want to be better and get better. Um... But that's all in my personal lifestyle tips. Um, but did I tell you that my microphone arrived? And I'm recording with it now, so I really hope the sound is better. Um, I tested it. The sound is really good when you record it. When you just record it, the sound is really good. But then when I take the audio to my editor, which is Camtasia Studio... Um, the audio changes a little bit and then when I um, have it ready, like I renderized it, the audio changes the quality, so it's not that good. So I really, really hope I can change it this time. Maybe I will try to edit this specific episode with another tool that I downloaded the other day. And I really hope that works, that makes it better because I want to provide you with the best uh, audio quality that I can. So let's start. So I want to tell you a little bit of my own experience with passive income. Or let's just start with my own experience. So when I, want, when I wanted to create a business on my own, the first things that I thought that were going to be a good idea for a business were things related to cooking, like baking healthy things. This was back when I was in my last year of university again, or maybe in my third year. But I really was so immersed in the nutrition world, in the food world and baking. So I was baking many, many things that were healthier. I had this, this idea of creating a business all around healthy baking, like baking um, healthy cookies and healthy bread and healthy pastries and making healthy desserts. So I really wanted to um, work in this business, in this idea of business. But of course, as many things in my life that never uh, stutter, like I just had the idea, but I never studied that. And then when I started seeing all these business ladies in the online world creating their online businesses around different topics like money mindset, manifestation and language learning and other things like creating printables or organization, I really wanted to create something around that, like creating a passive income business. And why? I chose to do a passive income because it was less risky than an active, um, not an active income, but maybe a business that was around creating things with your hands. 
when you create things, you have to buy the material, you have to buy the tools to help you make that thing. And you have to take a lot of your time every time someone purchases one of those things, like a jewelry piece or a clothing piece or maybe um, a painting or something that you created with your own hands. So of course that takes time. You have to ship the product. So that's that also takes time and money. You have to put your, um, you have to increase your prices in order to not lose money. But what happens if no one buys your product or is if not many people buy your product, then you're not earning enough money to sustain your life. So I really felt in love, like I fell in love with passive income, with an online business and in passive income, especially passive income because I liked the idea of creating something once, like creating your best product ever once and then having many people purchasing it. Of course, it has its downsides, like for example, what happens if someone buys your product and then this person sells it online and sells it in a cheaper price so then this other person is earning money that you could be earning for something that you um, sold that you created sorry of course it doesn't have like the facebook group and the support that the person is providing you with it only has like the different videos and worksheets but nothing else and it's like um piratery i don't know if that's the name in english it's like stealing someone's work and then selling it. And that's a really, really bad downside, especially if you're becoming really known in the online world. Um, but in my case, I really prefer passive income because for me, it means that you have more freedom when you are doing an active income activity, like coaching, for example, you are you are earning for your time. So every time you do a class to a person in specific, like a one-on-one coaching call, you are giving your time, like one hour of your time to this person for a specific amount of money. And if, for example, you have five clients in the day or five clients in the week or 10 clients, you are doing a work for each person individually. Maybe you are, yes, earning more money, but at the end of the of the day, you may end up tired. And in my case, I don't feel confident enough to provide with a specific or personalized service to people, like one-on-one, talking to people in one-on-one. I like communicating with my followers. I like talking with my clients. I like talking with people on the internet, like people that are asking me for tips, advices, or just sharing their own experiences with language learning or with being an entrepreneur. I like that. I like communicating with people that follow me, that like what I do, that maybe have a different point of view or something. I like communicating with girls who listen to this podcast also. I love that. But I feel a little bit insecure, like providing a service, a coaching a coaching like program to someone or to a group of people. That's why I decided that for me, the best business model was passive income because it allows me to create something 
um, in different days. Maybe I can take some weeks to create a product or some months to create a course, but I'm taking my time. I'm doing it little by little when I feel inspired to do it. And this also allows me to make it better because sometimes the first time you do something, you don't do it very good. So you can, of course, change things. And creating courses and products allows me to then reflect is this course really good? Should I eliminate it? Should I change it a little bit? Should I um, add more things to it? Um, is this printable good? Is this printable uh, useful for people? Is this printable nice to look at? Has a good design or not? Can I improve it? Can I just eliminate this from my store but make a different thing that is even better? Creating passive income allows me to do that, to change things, to make things better, to improve things, to have feedback from others and change it. And maybe this is also possible in the coaching world. But in my case, I don't feel confident enough to coach a person. Um, I think I also... I am also changing myself, I am also improving, I am also tweaking things in my life and in my language learning uh, process and in different other aspects in the business world, in my entrepreneurship life. I am also tweaking things and this is why also this uh, podcast is really good at helping me um, visualize myself and reflect on the things that I'm doing wrong and the things that I need to change. But if I were to coach a person, I would feel like I need to be perfect to coach a person to help her grow in a certain way. So I never feel confident to do that. It's maybe just at this point, maybe in the future, I would feel like I can really help someone in a personalized way. But in this moment, I really don't feel capable of that. So that's why I also decided on uh, passive income. Also because I really like to work on my projects on my own. And I like to have projects that I can share with different people, not only with one. I want to share my tips with many people uh, from different countries. I don't know, like, there are many reasons why I chose passive income, but those ones are the ones that I really like the most, like the ones that made me take the the lead, the leap. I don't know how to say it. But, for example, another of the reasons is that I like to have control of my time you know when you have a coaching call with someone or a business call or right now that COVID is going on and many students have to study in a remote way we all know the difficulties when trying to connect with others through zoom through skype or other platforms sometimes the internet is not good enough to keep the call going on. Sometimes we have microphone problems or webcam problems or or maybe the person just slept more than it, more than he wanted to or she wanted to and you're waiting for this person to arrive and this person is not getting to the call, is not arriving and you're sending them messages and they are not arriving. So you totally depend on the time management or the problems that this other person can have 
And at the same time, they also depend on your time availability, on your time management, on your own issues, on your personal problems that can happen any day without knowing beforehand. So that's why I didn't want that for my life. I really want to live a more relaxed life where I can choose when I want to work, what thing. Um, so that's one of the reasons that I chose passive income. And that is also, if you feel like me, if you feel like you wouldn't be able to manage all these problems and that you really don't want to work in a one-on-one -on -one way and you prefer creating products and courses that many people can take whatever in whatever moment they want like for example one person can buy your course today on march sorry on april um but maybe other person is ready to take your course on um, september you don't know that and many people can want to work with you in different moments and the part of adding value as well if you like adding value Whenever you feel like adding it, whenever you feel inspired to create a new tool or a new feature for your course, then that's also um, one thing that can help you decide on having a passive income business. But what happens if you really want to be a coach? Maybe you like working one-on-one. -on -one. Maybe you do like talking to people, communicating and helping people in a personalized way. Maybe you really want to help people from different um, backgrounds um, with different problems that they wouldn't be benefited in a big way by taking a general course, for example. In my case, my language study organization course started as an organization course, but then I also added some modules and videos about mindset. And I started adding the audios the short audios that were like short or mini coaching calls where I was just talking to you and to my sorry to my students of the course and helping them to be more motivated and be more consistent with their practice so yeah my course is general because I take it's not only organization but it's also mindset uh, but if you think that you wouldn't be able to create a course in a generalized way to help people from different backgrounds and with different problems, maybe a coaching course would be better for you because you're working with a person in a one-on-one -on -one way. You're taking this person problem and trying to help this person with it. So maybe if you are a nutritious nutrition coach or something like that, you cannot help a person who cannot gain weight same way that you are helping a person who cannot lose weight or a person that has like eating disorders I don't know like everyone has its own or their own issues their own problems and they need help in different ways so if this is you if you think that you would like to help someone in a personalized way because you want to connect with them in a more friendly way not in a cold way because this is also a downside of passive income uh, that you feel sometimes that the relationship with your customers is a little bit cold unless you provide them with something where they can reach to you every time they need it like a facebook group an instagram group 
that is private just for the members of your course or like in another platform where you can chat with them in a different way, which this is something that I really want to start doing in my own business. I really want to create a way to connect with my customers and with the students of my course in a more personalized way. I did something similar to this when I created the um, Your Dream Life Hub, which was a hub, like a part of my website that was only for my customers and students from different courses and printables. And they had access to this part of my website that was private and they had like different printables as gifts uh, from me. So no matter what product they bought from me, they had this. And this was for my students or my, sorry, my customers from Etsy. But then I started having a lot of problems with my website. So every time I had something or I sold something that was on my website and many people bought it, um, then st they started having issues to access to it. I don't know why that happened, but it was an issue that lasted many months. So for example, someone bought something from me, like the language learning hub, which I totally changed the way I sell this product now but back at the back in the last year for example uh this product was in a hub like the language learning hub was in my website and i had a banner and i had like every single product listed there so you could click there and then just download so you had access to all of them and it was the same with the your dream life hub which had different which already has a banner or sorry had a banner and had these different uh, printables that you could download. It also had like an audio uh, and a video. So it was an easier way for me to create something for my customers. But as this problem was happening, like they clicked on the link, they put the password and then the site read redirected them to the home of my website so they couldn't see anything of what they bought uh, not even the free things that I gave them so they started reaching to me telling me hey I just bought this I cannot access to the course oh, sorry to the to the printables I cannot access to my free bonuses so at the end it was uh, uh, like a headache for me because I had to help each one of them with the same issue. And some of them wanted me to send them the things to their email, but there were so many products there that the email didn't allow me, Hotmail, sorry, didn't allow me to send them the things because it was too heavy to send and I had to send them in different emails. Other people needed more help. And at the end, I could access to them in a different way. But at the same time, I always felt bad because I wasn't providing them with a service that they were paying for. Like, yes, they had the access to the products at the end of the day, but it was a difficult way to access them. So I really want to, uh, I really wanted to change that issue I wanted to repair it and I ended up just uploading all the products on Etsy so that they 
didn't have to access to any other platform, which of course made everything more boring because now they didn't have access to the language learning hub or to the Your Dream Life Hub, which were things that I created uh, with, all of, with all of my love for my customers. And now they don't have access to them. All of my new clients don't have access to those free goodies. And it's really sad because I put a lot of work into that. So now I really want to find a different way to connect with my customers so that they don't feel like it was a cold purchase. Like they just but purchased something like they would do in a supermarket. Uh, they don't know who the creator is. They don't know what else can I help them with. So I really want to do something different. I don't know if on my website, because apparently the mistake was, or the error was repaired, but maybe I want to find a platform. I am thinking on Teachery, but it's a little bit expensive for me right now at the moment. I don't have the, mo the money to do that, but I am really trying to connect with my people in a different way, in a more personal way. But again, if you feel like you don't want that kind of sales, like having just someone purchasing something from you and you receive the sale and that's all and you cannot connect with this person, then of course a coaching call is something better for you. Or maybe not coaching calls, but a coaching program where you have different people if you don't want to do like one per person and you prefer doing a coaching call for a group then you can create a program which is which has limited spots like uh, maybe 10 people six people this is something that i've seen in other coaches like they have like six people in their course and then you just promote this course this program to the people that need to have it like in your different social platforms in youtube videos wherever you want and you start saying hey i have two spots left or 10 spots left and then the person that wants a coaching call and they want to connect in a more personalized way with you they will absolutely want to join your your program and in this way you are coaching people in a personalized way but at the same time, you're not doing um, a coaching call for each one of them. And you can have maybe um, many coaching calls within the program. Uh, you don't need to have just one, but maybe you can do like a six-month program or a three-month program. And each month or each every two weeks, you can do a coaching call with them and you can help them and you can tell them, to ask you questions so you can answer to them in a more personalized way. Um, I've also seen other things that coaches do, like for example, Kimberly Wenya has a clue on this new app that you can only join through an invitation. Uh, but I think she also uses another app that works with messages. So the people that um, join her project her sorry her um course or her program can access to this app to this like 
part of an app where they can chat with her and they can send voice messages to each other or encourage each other. This is something really cool that I love to do because I love connecting with people through audio messages. Um, so if this is also something you'd like to do, then it's another option. Or you can connect through videos with your audience or you can also create an Instagram group, a private Instagram uh, sorry, a private Instagram account where only the people that joined your course or your program can be there and you can do lives in an easier way. So every person there who has an Instagram can access to your lives or you can create special posts for them, giving them tips. And this is also a really good idea that I like to try because I really like connecting through Instagram. I really enjoy that. I think that it would be a really nice opportunity to connect in a more personalized way with my customers or with my students. Um, my only fear here, and I'm talking in a personal way, my only fear is that what happens if I open a Facebook group or an Instagram private account and then not many people... Um, not many people join this group that is especially for my customers and what happens if of all my students in my course only one or two join my group it would feel a little bit lonely I think not only for me but for the students who join like they will feel like what am I doing here there is no one partying here no one is having fun here it's only Sophia and no one else so this is another issue I have with Facebook groups because I don't know if I can fill in the gaps of my all of my students maybe not all of them will be interested on this so but this is like a personal fear I have um, if you have an audience like a community that is very supportive and is loving what you do um, don't have this fear because I am sure that if you have a beautiful community of people that follow you, even if they are not a lot, um, if you open a Facebook group for them or for your students, you will have success. The thing is, I have a little bit of imposter syndrome and a little bit of lack of confidence. So of course, this makes me doubt myself and think that maybe I, I want to be successful by creating this um, this space for my community but I trust in you more than I do in myself and I'm telling you that if this is something that you'd like to do just try it give it a try and see if, if you like doing it if you're having fun I think the biggest thing you have to do in your business is having fun and this is no matter if you are having a passive income business or an active income business or if you are selling actual products like um, food or things that you created with your own hands it doesn't matter I think the thing that you have to reach for or surf, search for or seek for <laughs> Uh, is having fun. Okay, I'm back. Uh, what happened is that there is a um, problem in my home, in the garden area, where there is this plant that has um, thorns. I think it's they are called thorns. And so there was a cat that couldn't uh, walk there. 
and it was making a lot of noise so I was making sure he was okay it's not my cat I don't know who is the who's the cat from who's the cat of I don't know I'm just making no sense here so no matter the kind of business you have no matter if you are um, in a passive income business or in an active one or if you're creating personalized items or if you're creating general items that many people can buy uh, maybe you are selling clothes but if you are having fun when you sell your clothes your clothes or your pet um, items or your jewelry or your printables or your coaching calls or your uh, course if you're not having fun when you work, and I know that many people don't have the luck to have the job of their dreams, but at least you can make the best that you can to have fun in your job. Maybe put a little bit of music if you are, if you feel like the the environment is boring and no one is talking and everything is so cold. You can put like warming music and motivating music. Um, if you feel hunger every time you are in your office and you're so hungry that it totally drains your motivation and your energy, then bring a snack with you, create or bake something really nice or buy something that you really like in the bakery next door. Like try to make things fun. In my case, last year when it was winter, I felt totally unmotivated to work in the afternoons after lunch because I was like falling asleep. I was very cold, especially in my office because I didn't have any uh, thing to warm me to warm me up. Like I didn't have anything there. Um, so I was cold. I was like really sleepy, and I didn't have energy at all to work. Sometimes I felt so, so, so bad that I didn't want to work. And what I did was that I lighted a candle, like a candle with a really, really nice smell that I bought in a supermarket. I also brought with me uh, a little bit of chocolate that I that I liked at that moment. I put some SAMR uh, background sound and I tried to make my office feel warmer in a way. Like I tried to make things feel better for me while I was working. And my energy immediately raised up, like increased. I felt more motivated. I felt even better to work. I didn't feel sleepy. I didn't feel like hunger. I didn't feel anything bad. I still felt cold, but as my environment changed, my perception of my job at that moment also changed and I saw a way that I could make my work feel better for me, that I would feel um, in a better way. So this is also something that I want to uh, give to you. Like, I really want you to make the best of your work environment. I really want to make, I want to help you or I want to motivate you and encourage you to make the best out of your working routine. Maybe you are not working in in your projects right now and you're working for another person in an office with people that you don't really like, for a boss that you don't really like. 
but try to make the best you can to make your work environment and your work tasks better for you. Like try to find a way to make it more creative if you're a creative person or smile more to people and then you'll see that more people will smile to you. Um, talk more with your colleagues or try to connect with others. I don't know, like try to make it fun, try to make it fun. Try to do the activities that you like the most. Even if you have to do things that you don't really like, you can alternate. Try to alternate between boring tasks and interesting tasks for you so that you don't feel like your energy is strained, your motivation is strained, and that you just want to get home. Because that is something that many people think when we are in an office, when we are working, when we are in a place that we don't really like. We are all the time thinking that we want to get back to home. But if you change some things from your work environment and your uh, work routine or even in your own business, if you try to do the boring tasks in between the fun ones or if you try to change a little bit the boring tasks in order to make them fun, then everything will change for you. And I will tell you a quick example. I used to hate writing emails for my newsletter and for the people in my mail list. I used to hate that because I never knew what to say in order to connect with people in the right way, in order to have people uh, having the motivation or the encouragement to buy from me. And I felt like it was an obligation, like I was obligated and pushed to have an email list and to connect with my email list and to write long boring emails, sales emails. And yeah, sometimes I had a couple of customers, but at the end of the day, I was not having fun. So what I did was that I created a system on which writing an email list was going to be better for me. Like I created a fun banner with colors and I started to write um, from my personal experience instead of just giving random tips that people would find useful I started to incorporate more of my own essence into these emails sometimes I also added some gifts of things that I liked like Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine-Nine I loved that character and I used to um, incorporate gifts from him inside of my emails like fan gifts and of other things that I liked, like singers or other shows that I liked, like Friends, for example. Um, And this is something that you can also do if you're having an email list and you want to make it more fun because you're finding boring to write it and maybe your audience is also finding it boring to read. Do that, incorporate your own essence, incorporate fun things in your writing, in the visual aspect, so that everything gets better for you and for your audience. Like add colors, add emojis, add pictures and memes and GIFs and maybe a fun video to watch. And if you're creating like stories or posts for Instagram, do the same. If you like tweeting and you prefer to talk with your audience through Twitter, then you can um, add simple jokes or maybe emojis in your writing so that um, your audience feel like you are talking to them in a friendlier way instead of just a selling way or maybe they are not going to feel like you are being cold with them, like you are telling them things in the way that every other coach or every other uh, content content creator does. 
also you can also um, share aspects of your own life like what show you're watching or what music you're listening to which movies you watched last sunday uh, which is your favorite food or the changes you're doing in your life like maybe not very personal things like private things like for example your issues with your partner or the last fight you had with your mom but things that you want to share with them like music things hobbies i think those aspects of one person's life is not super private it's something that you can share with others but whatever you feel comfortable with sharing you can totally include it in your emails in your Instagram stories, in your posts, in your posts on Facebook, in your YouTube videos. Maybe, I don't know if LinkedIn, because I think LinkedIn is really professional. But whatever you can do in the platforms that you are in, try to do it also in your website. If it's your own website, try to create it and, and try to design the different pages of your website and your posts in a fun way like it's yours you can do whatever you want there you can also include um, a fun video a fun audio a fun post or create a memes from yourself I don't know like there are plenty of possibilities here just try to connect with your audience in a fun way try to make your working routine fun and I will tell you a last example before leaving I follow a youtuber from Mexico she's a booktuber and I've been following her since I was in high school so maybe in, since 2012 2013 and right now we are in 2021 so I've been following her for a long time and she used to make only like videos in youtube she was also present in twitter and then she had a problem like a personal problem and then another problem with her agents agent i think so she stopped creating videos on youtube i waited patiently because i really liked her videos i really liked the way she talked about things and a couple of years later she started a new youtube channel that was on of her own like she manages everything there with her sister and she changed a little bit the way that she approached business like her content and her followers so right now she also has a podcast with her best friend i love that podcast it's called perdón por el spanglish because they speak in spanish but also with english like it's a mixed a language spanglish spanish and english but they talk about their life their hobbies they don't go too personal they always put like a line between what they want to share and what they don't want to share so if someone asks, asks them because they have a section in their podcast which is a q a section and if someone un asks like a very personal questions they don't want to answer they simply say it like I don't want to answer these and they continue with the next question so um, they talk about the things they do in their weekly routines like the things they saw the things they watched the new music they listened to some things uh, with her boyfriends and apart from it each one of them created a stream stream like on twitch 
Um, so they also share different things, like one of her likes to play uh, video games, so she shares with the people that follow her, like when she's playing, and she also shares when she's decorating cakes, and the other girl shares uh, everything about her journaling process, she loves BTS, so she also shares things about BTS, and washi tapes, and journals, and what I want to tell you with this is that there are plenty of ways to connect with your audience and having fun is one of them and I think it's the most important one. If you're having fun, believe me that someone in your audience will also have fun with you. Someone in your audience will also feel like they are enjoying ha passing or not passing but spending the time with you. So maybe you love your dog and you love taking pictures and recording fun funny videos from your dog and believe me there's someone else that will love that because they also have a dog they feel i related to it like they feel identified with you they feel like they're having so much fun like if you are their friends and their dog is like your dog's friend like they will feel connected with you some way maybe like baking cookies so you can create videos like sharing your recipes or when you bake a cook your cookies you can share a picture of them in your instagram it's not going to be related to the thing you are doing maybe maybe you are a coach a mindset coach or a um, business coach a money coach or you create uh, printables to help people with their health but it's going to be a part of your life that will help more people connect with you. Maybe more than one person in your audience also likes baking cookies. Baking cookies. So they will love to see your recipes. They will love to see your process baking cookies. And they will feel more and more connected with you. And this is something that I am planning on doing. Sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. There are times where I just post about my products and about things related to language learning. But there are other times where I also share the last movie I watched or uh, something about BTS because I also like BTS or about a K-drama I watched, uh, about something I baked. Like I remember last year I shared once that I baked a brownie. So... I don't do it very, very often, but I really want to start doing it more and I encourage you to do it more. So I never do this in the podcast, so this is going to be the first time, but I really want to do like a small challenge, like I will challenge myself to share one aspect of my life every day, like even if it's just one post on Instagram, um, and I will challenge you to do the same if you're having if you have a, like a business account uh, on Instagram on Facebook on Twitter on YouTube on whatever platform you're in I encourage you and I will motivate you and I challenge you right now to uh, to share one aspect of your life maybe you can just take a picture of your dog or you can take a picture of your lunch or you can share a small video of your walk uh, when you went from your house to your job or you can share like a behind the scenes project you have or maybe um, a, an audio like listening to a song that you liked I don't know like whatever you want 
Maybe it's a picture of yourself, like you took a selfie, share whatever you want, but something that helped helps you connect with people. I am also planning on doing lives. I'm not sure when I will do it. I don't feel so confident to do it, but I feel very motivated to do it at the same time, which is weird. Like, I don't feel confident enough to show myself in a live, but at the same time, I feel motivated to do it. Like, I really want to do it and share something. And I'm also planning on sharing, like, my bookshelf, like doing a, a short bookshelf tour. Um, so, yeah, let's do a challenge in this podcast. Um maybe we can talk about or I can talk to you about what I did and what the results were in the next episode that would be cool and if you also do the challenge you can reach to me on Instagram or on my email you can send me an email on hello at blissogirl.com and that way you can tell me what did you do and what were the results if you enjoyed it if it was better it was good to connect with your people um and remember you don't have to share something very personal like you don't have to share that you fight that you fought sorry with your partner you don't have to share that you kissed someone or uh, something that happened in your family like you don't need to share very personal things try to share something that you feel comfortable with sharing like something you cooked something you you created like a DIY project or something that you watched like hey I watched this movie the other day and here is my review I gave it uh, five stars out of five because I really like it something like that like you don't have to go too deep with it so this is all girls like I want you to challenge yourself this time um, doing something fun and sharing it with your audience having fun in your job and also remember that um, maybe you prefer passive income product maybe you prefer an active income product maybe you prefer selling things that you created maybe you prefer creating a product once and selling them to many people selling it to many people that doesn't matter if you're not having fun so remember to put your fun and your personal desires first and the business rules, the business uh, strategies in the last part. They come after your desires and your fun. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope my tips were useful to you and that I could inspire you in your creative entrepreneur journey. If you have any questions for future episodes, let me know. I'll be happy to help you. Remember, you can find me as Bliso Girl on Instagram, Pinterest, and also my Etsy store. If you love printables and you want to learn and practice foreign languages, don't forget to check it out. Have a beautiful day ahead and see you in a future episode. Bye!